Hey there, welcome to Red Branch Media. Get it? Like MIDI? The file? Or whatever. Anyway, Red Branch Media is designed to bring you bite-sized leadership, workforce, and marketing nuggets, life lessons from a B2B agency. We're here to tell you how to break into the business, how to navigate social media, and to the real way our agency gets so much work done. No matter what question you have about B2B marketing or building a business, we're here to help. So sit back, settle in, and get ready. Got five minutes? Get educated. Five essential components of feedback at work. You might not be surprised to learn lack of communication contributes to about 80% of workplace issues. While giving and receiving feedback can be at times uncomfortable, when embraced and structured, feedback becomes one of the strongest processes in driving success, productivity, and collaboration. We've all been on the frustrating and demoralizing end of poor feedback practices, so let's talk a little about how to get it right. Here are the five essential components of feedback at work. First, feedback must be timely. First on the list for good reason, timely feedback is effective feedback. I don't mean waiting until that meeting, waiting for that review. I mean right now. My friend Michael Heller has deemed this micro-feedback. No matter what type of feedback you've got on your mind, what good is it going to do later down the road? If your feedback is positive, waiting to recognize workers can leave them feeling as though their hard work has gone unnoticed, demotivating them. If your feedback is aimed at addressing an issue, timeliness is essential in ensuring that poor work doesn't cause roadblocks or duplicate work. Employees need this information immediately. 75% of employees prefer to get their feedback ASAP. Feedback must also be two-way. Leaders have to start realizing they need employee feedback just as much as employees need theirs. For starters, a real dialogue is far more engaging than a one-way conversation. Employees also feel empowered when they are encouraged to speak up. Additionally, much of workplace dissatisfaction is associated with supervisors' unwillingness to listen to their workers. In fact, 35% of workers surveyed said their boss only sometimes or even never listens to their work-related issues. How depressing is that? You probably don't have to imagine how frustrating that is, because you've likely experienced the feeling of having a supervisor who just won't listen. Listening to employees is a simple and effective way to empower them and prove their value to the organization. Third, feedback must be goal-related. Very often, reviews will be structured like this. Step one, you're doing this well. Step two, you're not doing this well. This is what we call automatic canned or generic feedback. It's not really doing anything in the way of helping employees reach their professional or organizational goals. Each success and issue that you want to bring up with your employee should relate back to specific goals of the organization. For instance, telling an employee they are weak in customer service is not as effective as telling them their customer service scores have decreased by 5%. This specific information lets the employee know where they stand, objectively. This will also help leaders set and track goals for performance, like how can I help you raise your customer service scores by 10% in the next 60 days? These very specific goals can now be optimally facilitated, documented, and revisited. Feedback must also include praise. The best leaders know this. Did you know that 39% of employees don't feel appreciated at work? That's nearly 4 out of 10. Feedback is not synonymous with criticism. It's not even synonymous with constructive criticism. Workplace and performance issues are just one area that your feedback should address. Remember to offer praise, say thank you, and notice when the job is well done. A good mixture of career planning, constructive criticism, and praise will keep everyone moving forward together. Finally, feedback must be continuous. I'll spare you another statistic on the rising cost of employee turnover. But what you should know is companies that implement regular feedback boast a 14.9% lower turnover rate. That amount of reduction in turnover will have a positive impact on the bottom line in any organization and at any level. How continuous are we talking here? Well, there's no real cut and dry answer, but what we do know is quarterly reviews aren't cutting it. Our current standards have left 65% of employees left wanting more feedback. 
A great barometer for the effect of continuous feedback is employee engagement. 43% of highly engaged employees receive feedback at least once a week. That might sound like a lot, but not every feedback session needs to be full-on review. Feedback can build professional relationships, increase engagement, and drive performance, but it has to be implemented strategically and thoughtfully. Focusing on the negative with sporadic feedback is understandably frustrating for employees and counterproductive for leaders and employers. Get feedback right. Well, there you have it. Red Branch Media is out of here for the week. But if you like what you heard, there are plenty of places to catch us. Head on over to our blog at redbranchmedia.com or you can follow us on Twitter at Red Branch and Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at backslash Red Branch Media. Did you have a problem with today's post? A burning marketing question you need answered? Or real talk from a business leader? Email us at podcast at redbranchmedia.com.